1: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. DTW Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions.
2: 18 plus. This is George Romero. You're listening to Zombie Cast. Hey, this is Dave Fenoy, the voice of Lee Everett, and you're listening to Zombie Cast.
3: This is Greg Nicotero, of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Zombie Cast. <laughs>
4: Sarah Wayne Callies, and you're listening to
3: ZombieCast. This is Laurie Holden, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Danny Drew, and I'm listening to ZombieCast. You better be listening to it too. Well, you are if you're hearing me. So keep listening. Hey y'all, this is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead. And I'm here to tell you Zombie Cast. Stay tuned in. Follow me. And thank you, Romero, for that super awesome introduction this week. And welcome, Zombies, to Zombie Cast, an unofficial guide to all things zombie, episode
0: 233,
3: where I'm Sean. I'm Matt. <sighs> and I'm dead. And thank you, Zombies, for another download of Zombie Cast this week. We want to thank you no matter where you get us iTunes, Stitcher, DownCats, zombiecast.net but the best place is every Monday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern, at allgames.com forward slash chat. Come over here, enter your name, enter the chat, mingle with the zombies, mingle with all of us here on the show, as we love mingling with the zombies each week, but if you want to hear us live, you cannot join us live on all devices, cars, Xbox One, PS4, no matter what it is, Amazon Echo, at the TuneIn app, at AllGamesRadio, you will hear us live. Yeah, on your Game On your Nokia Boy. flip phone. On- yeah,
1: do, 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 Remember about the engage? Dude. What about the oh, gauge <laughs> Yeah, definitely I'm on the engage too. For the and top the, app, yeah, yeah. My dad and has an old eight-track player in the attic. Would that pick up ZombieCast?
0: Absolutely. Oh. You just got to hold it up on the roof.
3: Sony Walkman too, the bright yellow ones. It, it works there perfect. too. But Mainly add the TuneIn the app and add All Games Radio to hear us live, no matter where you're at. And that's global, guys. And we are a year-round show. We're not a seasonal show. one when the Walking Dead ends, we continue. With some goodness of zombie and horror and a lot of comedy here on ZombieCast. We do want to remind you guys to go over to com. It's where the official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. Go over there and browse all those news articles, and you can actually listen to ZombieCast over there on the front page. So listen to us. Browse the articles. We do want to thank George Romero, Matt Moak, ZombieThon, and Dave Marks, all those guys over there. They have a huge panel over there at the uh, com. It's where the only... Official radio show over there. And while you're on social media, guys, go to Facebook. Search the ZombieCast like a page there. And over on the Twitters, follow at World, And uh, click the banner up top. And each individual, one of our host names is up there. And follow Sean. each individual host. As we love mingling with you guys all week.
0: Oh, yeah, we, sounds, your voice sounds tired, Sean. It's uh, like you've yeah. been announcing an entire weekend. of some yeah, dude,
3: You know, it's been a very... Very busy weekend for me. You know, you know Friday night, I, uh, I DJed uh, Poblano's Mexican Bar and Grill. Uh, they had a big celebration there. <clears throat> I woke up 5 o'clock Saturday morning, suited up, headed to Charlotte for Walker Stalker Con, rushed home from Charlotte, which is an hour and a half, two-hour drive. I DJed uh, the, the Setsville Country Club area Saturday night to about late oh, you have to go back?
0: Oh, uh, That sucks.
3: So, after I DJed till 1 a.m., I got everything loaded up, brought it home, unloaded. It was about 2 a.m. I woke up at 6, Sunday, headed back to Charlotte for Walker Stalker Con to cover it all day. And then we uh, left there and went to the big, giant uh, mall that they have there in Charlotte. And then drove the two-hour ride home, which was crazy traffic. But you know what? I I, I was busy, but you know what? It was a fucking crazy, fantastic weekend, guys. Unbelievable weekend (laughs) for me, man. For one... Over the last two weeks, I've lost a lot of weight. All right. Because I've been nervous. Nervous <laughs> as shit. But yeah. you know what? I, I've always wanted to host a, a panel at Walker Stalker. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Came through. You know, I got the call a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you know, we want Zombie Cast uh, to, to come and do a panel. Uh, you Freeman, you know, we, uh, for one, is the Z Nation panel. And then, uh, you know, we'll see what all is available, this, that, and the other. So I went, you know, and, and when I got there, They gave me a special pass, all access pass. So, you know, I I could go anywhere in the con that I wanted. Uh, and it actually said interviews were permitted, but you know, I was, I was kind of nervous. So, so the first day we got there, uh, you know, and and I'm going to go by their stage names. Yeah, we went and we hung out uh, with Uncle Abraham for a little bit, and the kids got the medium and all. And uh, here
0: yeah, we Wait, talked to from, from The Walking Dead.
3: From The Walking Dead, yeah. Right on. Nice. We, we walked over to his booth, and uh, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, w- w- with our badges, you know, we we just we, you know bypassed everybody. Did You push people out of the way? No, I just flashed the badge, man. Which was uh, good because when we got there, uh, you know, I went straight to the front door, and I was like, you know, uh, I'm median, I'm hosting panels, and they're like, oh yeah, we'll, we'll go up here, so. I got to bypass that line, and and, and there was ten of us. You know, I took my kids, and then some of their buddies. You know, because they liked The Walking Dead. I was like, you know what? Ask a <laughs> couple of your buddies. You know, they gave me ten passes for the family, and uh, you know, we went as a group, t- two car loads, and uh, so we bypassed the line to get in the building. So I, I got all my credentials, and then there was a whole room about the size of the Walker Stalker the first year that we went to, Mad in Atlanta, you know, the floor. And that was just a room for the line to get into the con. So, you know, I went and asked guys, like, you know, we got these badges. He's like, no, 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 just go there. No need for lines for you guys. So we bypassed that line. We went in, and like I said, we went right to Abraham. He was right there, the first one that we came to. And he was super nice, man, absolutely nice guy. Uh, and then we went over to see Uncle Eugene from The Walking Dead. And, uh, you know, because, because, you know, my two youngest ones have never met any of them. You know, Ashton's been out. And, you know, like, like whenever we all went, you know, you go out to bars mm. and they're there and all. So so now, you know, remember the last time I we went to Walker Soccer Con, almost everybody denied media. Well, evidently they've had complaints about that because, you know, I, I got to meet everybody. You know, I got right. to bypass all the lines except for one person, one person. Denied anything, and, and you know what? We had some friends that went, and uh, they bought a selfie for fifty bucks for, with this person, and their grandma was with them, right? So yeah. they were taking a selfie with this person that denied media or, or any access to her, and uh, you know they're like, "Yo, can my grandma get in the selfie?" And she was like, "Nope, She's, she needs to pay a, another okay, fifty can we bucks." Can
0: you guess who this is? Can we guess? Yes. Guess. So, so okay. I want you to guess, guys. Is who, it who was? Walking Who dead was or... the jerk face
3: of the Walking Dead at the sh- at the con. I gonna to guess me Sean. and to my friends.
0: I'm gonna guess no. Was Sean.
3: No.
1: Ooh. Who is okay, which which cast member acted like an asshole? Rosita
3: man. Rosita? I get I was Rosita. gonna say
0: Carl. No, Carl, uh, man.
3: We, we got up to Carl and hung out with him for a little bit and talked and snuck some pictures in and he was okay with it
0: he is none of the position Bitch, to, uh, bitch
3: face Rosita yeah, acted bitchy. yeah. yeah. So, so I just kind of made a comment you know and and, and there was nobody in her line yeah, yeah. I, and I was just like we just want a handshake they were like no and I was like well maybe she'll be killed all soon so she doesn't have to worry about fame <laughs> <laughs> but uh Burn. right right so so you know we, we met a lot of the cast members Billy was there from gremlin's we went over to Jason Voorhees and I was like yeah my kids love Jason uh Kane Hodder. and it. And uh, sorry, Linda's in here because he he wanted to hear me record this because he was there. But uh, but I was like, yeah, my kids are just wanting to meet you, Mister Hotter, and, and you know they're huge Jason fans. And he's like, you know what, money's no good for people like you. He said, you know what, how do you want how do you want a picture? We're gonna take pictures with your kids. So he grabbed Linda by the throat. And he's like, no, I want I want two separate picks. Kane Hotter is the man. Yeah, because he was charging like thirty bucks for selfies. Like sixty bucks for an autograph picture, but he's like, y- your money's no good. You know, you- I can see you guys are true fans, and he posed with Chloe and he posed with Lynn and He insisted that we took two <coughs> pictures with him. Dude, that 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 was unbelievable, nice. You know, he didn't have yeah. to do
0: that.
1: Yeah, and, and- I bet Kane Hodder. He almost broke my hand when I shook it. Right? Is that is that something dinging,
3: or is that me, London? Oh, never mind. I didn't listen to my headphones. Sorry about that. But but we met him, you know, and I was a little bit nervous. So so I went over to the main stage, which in the way that it's set up, you know, I, I think we're spoiled, Matt. Me, you, and Ted are, are <laughs> yeah. spoiled to Atlanta because Atlanta yeah. is huge. And, and this one is just as huge, but it was in one massive giant room. Mm-hmm. And, like, where the panel area was, you know, they had the stage set up, the two big jumbotrons. Just like in Atlanta, and then they had several thousand fold up chairs out in front. But whenever they're doing panels, like if you were waiting in lines for the celebs, you could see where the panel was. Right. So even though if the panel was full or half full, everybody could see the panel room. And that's you know, they had the jumbotrons up. And then they they had a, a little small stage. Uh, to the side. You, you remember, like whenever we saw the, the the women of the Walking Dead, it was on that little bitty stage, right? And, and they had it going. And, and I went and I met Dave Solo from uh Walker Nation, and he was doing the, the little ones, uh the little panels. And I went and I posed with a picture. I was like, "Yeah, I'm a huge fan of your show and all." And he knew a Zombie Cast, and I talked with Dave for a while, and then I was like, you know. Free my mommy, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go meet Jason from the Walking Dead cast. He's the one that uh, that that got me hooked up with doing the panel, and, and he's the tall guy with the curly hair that's always in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know him. Uh, you know he always does like the Norman Reedus, and you know him and James, the redheaded one from Walker Stalker, which is a friend of our show. And Ted, you went out to eat with the Walker stalkers in Los Angeles. You and Matt Moak uh, a couple uh, of years. Actually,
1: ago, actually, it was San Diego, uh, Sean.
3: Yes, yeah, San Diego.
1: The that's right.
0: Vagina.
3: So uh, I went and met Jason, and Jason's like, "All right, man, let's let's go backstage for a little bit." So we're we're backstage, and he's like, "You know, whenever you're doing a panel, uh, you, you know, like like here goes where our mic rack is, you know, and, and all this." And, and in the meantime, when we're back there talking, I'm gathered, you know, we're all standing there talking, and and, and here I am trying not to nerd out because Father Gabriel nice. is standing there with us, and T Dog <laughs> is there standing with us. And, and you know, I, it's not the type of thing to where you're like, hey man, can I snap a pic? I was trying to be professional. So I, I never once done that. As hard as it was. Whenever I was backstage, you know what? I was a professional about it. You have know, fist bumps and stuff like that. And you know, I, I, I didn't want to ruin it for zombie cast. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I, I didn't right. want a Freeman on them. But, uh, <laughs>
0: but,
3: but like right when you go backstage, they have a table set up. And on the table they have lines of Slim Jims. They've got lines of listerine tongue uh strips they have lines of chewing gum and pretzels and and all these things you know red bulls all the red bulls that you would want Mm -hmm. and he's like you know whatever you want off of this is for us he's like like, so if you come back you know and evidently i'm thinking some of the actors get nervous for the panels and maybe some of the hosts because they had a lot of sugary stuff and, you know, a lot of times whenever you go, like when Fremont went to get a tattoo, they always kept sugary stuff there to keep people from passing out. Because, yeah, I mean, you must sit in front of thousands of people. You know, I imagine they get nervous, too. And, and you could sense it in some of the celebrities that, that they were a little bit nervous. But uh, but we went there, and then you, you walked through a hallway back there to the green room, and that was, like, uh, catering. And, you know, like, like they, they literally sell tickets for Walker Stalker that cost – $1,400. And with that 1,400 you get so many photographs, so many the professional photographs, you get so many autographs, but you you get to have dinner in the green room mm-hmm. each day. So you know, I, you know, back there at the green room, you know, it was uh catered food, you know, all the catered food that you want you know that that I was welcome to. And uh just kind of showed me around, you know, and then uh then they done a Herschel and T-Dog panel. That's why T-Dog was back there. And uh, so we went out, and we watched, and I was like, you yeah, know, I'm really feeling this. You know, I didn't think I was as nervous as, as I would have been. Yeah. Yeah, but the first day was just kind of learning the ropes. You know, he come out, and he's like, you're going to stand here. They're going to count you down. And he's like, we made you an intro, which yes. Freeman Mommy missed half of the intro because they come over, and, and they give this announcement about me and the society and zombie cast and, and, and Sean Freeman. And then they're like, you know, whenever you got there, they said, do not underpimp. Anything that you want. They said, this is your time. Whenever you walk out on that stage, you make sure everybody knows what you represent. Awesome. Which Which, you know, I didn't know if that would be banned, you know, because you never hear, like Jason from The Walking Dead cast, you never hear him pimp his show whenever he does the panels. And maybe it's because he does them all the time, you know. But, <laughs> you know, walking me through, and it, and it was just neat being back there. You know, Dwight was back there with us then, by then. Nice. uh gus from uh breaking band was back there chilling eating some pretzels huh. and, and you know just back there mingling you know with Celeste from the biggest right you know tv show in, in history
0: right
3: I, I, I felt proud you know i was representing zombie cash you know our, our baby mine's cool man you ted and norma's uh baby so uh so we, we hung out and then yeah you know, i had to rush back uh to dj So I woke up Sunday morning. I was a little nervous because I knew I had the Z Nation panel with four celebrities uh, to to kind of break the ice for me. And I I have these little blood pressure pills that I take. Sometimes I get a migraine. But, you know, it kind of soothes you a little bit. Nothing like a Xanax. So, you know, when I woke up, you know, I had the pulse in my neck. You know, I was like, oh, man, it's going to give me a crazy headache. So I... I, I took that you know and i was kind of chill and i went and picked up my dad the last day i was like you know dad you know me and you don't do much together but you know th- this is this is something special for me and i really want you to be there so my dad Please. went you know one, one of the the ashton's buddies didn't go uh the last day so my dad went so we went there and i was telling dad it's like you know you know there's billy from gremlins and you know and i took my dad through so he can meet them all and and like uh because my father's gay, you know, we, we went and, and met uh, – what, what's the gay <laughs> guy's name from The Walking Dead?
0: You <laughs> worked his being gay into your itinerary? Yeah. uh, uh, uh Ross Wands? Isn't it? isn't it Aaron? Yeah, Aaron,
3: Aaron from The Walking Dead. So, yeah, we he, exactly, I don't him. think he's really gay though, the, the character. No, no, but, but to represent <laughs> – you know what I mean? I was with my – it's something that me and my dad bond over. You know, my sister and my dad never <laughs> talk about it, his lifestyle, but it's something that I'm – openly talk with, with my dad. And I was like, you yeah, know, that's, that's the first gay guy from the walking dead. Let's go meet him. So he was really nice to us. And we went and met Jesus and, 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 nice. you know, all the people from the walking dead, uh, Carl, uh, you know, like Addie Miller, all, you know, Tyrese, all those guys. And, uh, you know, it was about 30 minutes before my panel. And I was like, man, I'm really nervous a little bit, but I was like, you know what? I was talking to my dad. We, we, we were kind of to the side. I was like, dad, you know, it's, uh, I got one shot to make zombie castle look good. I said, I can go up there and be quivery lipped and nervous, or I can go up there and I can just fucking slam it because you know, I I have opinions about panels whenever we go to cons and and sometimes the panels are almost like they're reading from a cue card. Mm
4: -hmm. They're kind of
3: monotones and they're impersonal. But I told dad, I was like, you know what? I want to go up there and act like I've. I've known these guys my whole life. I want to give them the Freeman feel that I give on the radio show. And Dad's like, well, you know, the Freeman feel—is that what they called it back in uh, yeah. back in high school? Yeah, yeah, me, me and Trump, yeah, uh, the pea grabber. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, he, he's like, he's like, son, just just go and be yourself. He said, you know, my Dad's raised me. He's like, if you can't say yourself, then you might as well hang stuff up in life. So, oh, sorry, Redskins game's on. So uh, so I went backstage, and, and I was talking to Jason <laughs> and uh, Mary True, which is on the Walker Stars podcast. She's the one that answers the phones. And Jason was like, you know what? You're all right for And he's like, I want to take you over here to the control room, and I want to introduce you to everybody. So they had a whole control room with, like, ten guys running. And it was the lights and the, the sound, and there were, like like, all kinds of equipment everywhere. So he took me up in the booth with the control room and all these TVs and stuff, and took me to each person and introduced me. He said, I want you guys to know that this is Sean Freeman from Zombie Cast and Zombie Research Society. They all stood up, you know, and gave me the head. You know, really, really nice. Uh, you know, I really felt like I was a part of the team. Awesome. So, you know, it, it kind of calmed me down a little bit, meeting these people. So, you know, time was coming up, and, uh, you know, we were backstage, and then, you know, Doc came back there, Murphy, 10K, and then Cassandra – uh we're all back there and i was like you know i, I really love you guys and, and i was like uh you know I, I like z nation you know um it was a good uh season finale you know season three finale was this past friday and uh the time came guys you know and, and they told me the day before they're like whenever it's your time we're gonna count you down we want you to stand here you have a mic in your hand uh or the mic's gonna be on the stage and your seat and they're like we will count you down and then we will play your intro so, yeah, I could see out there, you know, and it was like 75% full, but still, other than the scene area, there was people all around standing because, yeah, they didn't want to sit, but, you know, it was a whole crowd of people all around the thing, and then all the celebrities over there and all, and I could kind of see through, and I could see my dad out there, and they're like, all right, here we go, in five, four, three, and then he got quiet, and then all of a sudden, dude, I heard the music's crank up. And they were they were talking about me and Sean Freeman, and I ran up on stage, and that's the video that you guys saw. So, Ted, you've yeah. been to a lot of cons. Did I do too bad?
1: I thought you were fucking amazing from what I saw, Sean. I, I said, no, seriously, you were energetic. You're, you're you have a great voice, presence. I was like, damn, look at him yeah, go. I was very hype. proud. You brought, you the, brought the hype. hype. The and and hype. I did. You know, like whenever they
3: came out, you know, I was. You know, I gave a roar to their names, you know, and, but I came out and Freeman from Zombie Research Society and ZombieCast.net. We do a global radio show. But, you know, everybody was like, man, you, you know, even after, after I'd done the panel, people were coming up to me and they're like, you know what? That was a really good panel. You know, we could hear you good. It was a thick sound. Yeah.
1: You yeah, asked good do a questions. Like that, man. You, you, I, thought, I thought you were very natural and very, very good. I could not host a panel like that.
0: Yeah, you seemed right. at ease. It didn't seem like you are nervous at all.
3: No, and it came out, and you know, and we were joking up on stage, and then we we surprised uh, Pasepeo with uh, with the cupcake because it was a birthday. We sang her happy birthday. But a lot of the panels that I've been to in life has been almost like they're reading from a script card. What was right. your favorite pair of pants that you wear on the walking? You know, you know what I'm saying.
4: Right, but right. I was like,
3: but but I brought the zombie cast love to it. I was like, you know what? This is what I like about your freaking show. This is what's awesome. I mean, this is not, you know, mm-hmm. I, brought, I brought the Freeman height, the Zombie Cast height to it. And after it was over, you know, Jason's like, man, you've done a fantastic job. Fantastic. And uh, awesome. And uh, after it was over, you know, people were coming up to me, and, and like I said, they were, they were like, you know, man, that was a really good panel, dude. It, you know, it's almost like you guys have known each other, you know, your whole life. You know, I felt like y'all, y'all were a group up there. Good chemistry and stuff. And I was like, man, that was my first time. I, I really don't know what I was doing, but it makes me happy that you're saying that. So, at, you know, all the people from Walker Stalker complimenting me, you know, people from the crowd. And people's been looking me up all day today uh, and sending me messages talking about how good that the Z Nation panel was and how I did a good job. Shut that door, Chloe. And uh, well, me and my dad were standing there. And then uh, Ming Chen from comic book man tv show walked up you know the the kevin smith show which comes on after mm. the talking dad and you know i love comic book man brian johnson <laughs> you and do? all those guys. yeah and you uh do. hey norma hi how are you? i'm good i'm in the car my whole family's listening to us chit chat right
2: now oh jesus John. christ
3: ah, you here we you. go a fantastic job I oh thank you. you that's what we were talking about
4: awesome
3: I, um, I, I did okay.
4: No dude, you did awesome. You asked some really good questions, you kept them all excited, and you know what? Because I was watching the videos you were posting, and you just let it there was just such a smooth transition between you talking to the you know the actors and then asking people at the mic you know to state their question to ask their question, you know and you did a really good job. You didn't seem nervous. it seemed really natural, and it seemed like you've been doing this for a while.
1: And also, like, the interaction with the crowd, like when the kid sit up, you are like, you were talking about his hat, you asking about his hat and stuff. I was like, yeah, I thought it was – I thought you did a very, very good job. Oh, thank you. Yeah.
0: And, did you
4: have, did to, you have to stop dad, a lot of
1: people from doing that can you give me a
0: hug thing? No, actually, I didn't. Uh, okay. you know, they they
3: kind of made announcements about that before the panel. Uh, before the panel, you know, they have a, a crew to come out there and, and kind of give some directions about the panels now. Which uh, which kind Sean, of that? Did anybody
1: that. at any point? Did anyone stand up in the crowd and go, "You know what, sir, hosting the panel, you are so adorable. Can I give you a hug?" <laughs> <laughs> no, that happened. Uh, really, that's what on. I would have done yeah, if I were don't in the crowd. Be
4: modest, I know you got a lot of those, Sean. I, well, you <laughs> know,
3: what? I got a lot of love after it. Uh, you know, people were coming up to me left and right, Norma, as if uh, as if I was. Somebody on the show, you know, I mean, they, they, the response was nuts. It blew my mind. But but I was telling them as you got on, Norma, and you, you need to go back and listen to all the stuff I was talking about because Behind the Scenes was crazy back there with Dwight and Father Gabriel and all those guys in the green room. Uh, but but uh, Ming Chen from uh, Comic Book Man came out, up, mm-hmm. which, which is Kevin Smith's show on AMC that comes on after the Talking Dead. And we were talking, and uh, he's like, you know, he's like, do you bring recording? He's, You know, I, I heard you did a radio Show because because he could see me from where his booth was, mm-hmm. and uh, he's uh, like, "Do you ever bring recording equipment with you?" And I was like, "No, nah, don't." He's like, "Dude, I, I I bring mine all the time." He's like, "Let's record something." He's I like, like "Yeah," and and but you know, I ran out of time and I wasn't able to do it. But but I got all of his info and stuff to to get up and do an interview. But but he was like, "Dude," I, I thought, <laughs> he told me, Chan told me, he's like, "Dude, I think that panel was awesome, man. I thought you'd awesome. done a fantastic job."
4: That's all. Now, Sean, I don't know if you talked about this earlier, but are you allowed to give us a little of information on how they prepped you before you started? Did they give you a certain criteria of things to say, of not to say, or you know? No, the only
3: thing they told me was, was do not underpimp anything that you represent. Make sure that everybody knows where you're from. Yep. <laughs> what about that word?s but, uh, but you know, if you go back and listen, I mean, they took me to, to the control room and, you know, there was all this free stuff that they had on the table from Slim Jim's to food to cater stuff, you know, <laughs> Red Bulls. I mean, it, it was it pretty for the amazing. Jims, man. Yeah, yeah. But it's, uh, I, I was blown away. You know, I, I, I didn't want to go up there and I didn't want to have the quivery lip nervousness. And I wanted to go up there and knock it out of the park, and and from the That's response like that I got, I think I did okay.
4: I think you did great. Awesome, you did fantastic. Man.
3: Makes me happy.
1: I gotta be honest. I think you did a pretty bad job. What I saw, <laughs> uh, Ted. Ted, Ted pretty, on, pretty, rough. pretty rough.
4: Pretty
0: rough. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Congratulations. Get right, us proud. You
4: guys are so awesome, and I will talk to you all soon. I'm sorry I got to go short. Bye. Bye, Norma. This is the weirdest. South America has come to visit me, so I'm trying to spend every waking moment I can before I have to say goodbye to them. So I just wanted to call in, check in, and see how it was, you know? Just catching up. Yeah. Right. All right. So
3: enjoy your family, Norma. Thanks. Word have up. Good night.
0: Bye, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I do. Bye. <laughs>
3: but ho- hopefully I help get zombie cast in the door with uh, the Walker Stalker conventions. Like I said, you know, the, the response has been super nice, man. I've been blown away by it.
0: Tell
3: them to get their stinky butts to uh
0: Canada. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and I told him I was like, you guys need
3: to have one in Toronto. I was telling Jason, you know, I didn't see James there the whole time. Yeah. So I'm not sure if they're just so big now, just to where he goes to maybe Atlanta, or if he's in and out, you know, depending on what the cons and stuff, uh, or which cities or whatever. Mm-hmm. But but I had a good time, dude, that they treated me well. I got uh top notch. Uh, credentials and and passes from my family, and they all had a good time. We didn't spend a dollar on any celebrity, and and got to meet them all, but Rosita. But you know, they they were all so welcoming, so welcoming.
1: Rosita, Pospeda.
0: Yeah, go go take a cheetah.
3: Yeah, I mean, Tara was nice. All of them were nice. They were there, but uh, for some reason, Rosita, man, she wasn't having nothing with
0: really anybody. I wonder if that was her manager or her handler because she's not she's not in that tier of uh, Walking Dead cast where she can be playing those games. That I'd expect that maybe from a Daryl or like a Rick, yeah. but uh, Rosita. Oh, she she should be she <laughs> well, should I be.
1: Would, I would shoot. expect this kind of behavior from
0: Daryl. <laughs> well, someone who can someone who has justified, I could be like, yeah, I can understand. He's Daryl.
1: Daryl seems like nice as shit from what I've seen. Yeah, Rosita should just be yeah. like, can you please come take a picture with me? <laughs> But but you know it's it's like
3: I, I don't know you you would think that they would be open arms with you know somebody's not trying to meet her that hates her it's her fans mm-hmm. you know what I mean that's like Metallica suing their fans you know because they're not making you know six hundred million instead of you know five hundred ninety nine million
0: Oh, whatever uh, it sounds like everyone else was like so was Michonne there like yeah, who else from the Walking Dead
3: no 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 Michonne wasn't there. All right, yeah. it, it, there was no Rick or Daryl or Michonne. Mm-hmm. But most of the other people were like the, the, the cheesemaker guy, uh the leader of the hilltops, Jesus, uh Carl, uh cool. you know, uh, yeah, but, but I mean there was a ton there. Uh one that it canceled right at the end was Alexandria Breckenridge, which I really wanted to meet. Sam mm-hmm. was there, little Sam. Oh yeah. Dude, Sam is Sam is grown, man. Yeah, I yeah. was expecting a little kid. But, I mean, dude, he's like... That's I mean, the kid that got, five, got uh, five, chomped up, right? Tall. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, Mom. Really,
4: okay. oh,
3: yeah. yeah. He's tall, man. I mean, he, he was taller than me. Huh. So Sam's grown up. But you know what, Walker Stalkers? Fantastic time. They treated me with quality, introduced me to everybody, made sure that, that you know, all the I's were dotted and the T's were crossed. And... Fantastic weekend. And I want to thank Jason from the Walking Dead cast and uh, James from uh, Walker Stalker for allowing me to do this. And he, he, blown away. But I'm glad I didn't have the shaky knee or the quivery lips. So I did good. But, you know, my, my pops was with me, and I think it helped out a lot. So awesome. bravo to the Walker Stalker guys. You need to get to, if it's in your city. Good, good times. So. Cool, man. It's going to be a little bit of a shorter show, but we got some Star Wars talk, right, Ted?
1: we are going to do a little star wars talk sure there i don't know if you guys heard but a brand new uh a brand new star wars film came out last week or a few days ago
3: oh oh well did it
1: it did it it was called uh star wars uh, no, no 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 it was called rogue one a star wars story uh, is that how they're gonna brand like the Han Solo and... the spin the spinoffs? Yeah. yeah, and they're also branding them where you don't have the opening crawl anymore. It did. It, there was a thing about that. How was it gonna start? And it mm. does say a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away in blue text.
4: And mm. then instead
1: of like the Star Wars going, dun, 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 it just suddenly flashes to space, and then it, then it pans down to a planet, and okay. it just skips right. over. It kind of it does have the pan down, but it skipped over the opening text and
4: then, like, oh, 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 <inaudible> and then it does the late title card
1: yeah then my friend i was with actually was like what the fuck and i was like yeah they're not doing those in these spinoffs he's like i feel cheated <laughs> he's like, where the hell's the thing and so, uh wh-
3: wh- were you okay with it tad
1: yeah I, I i still wish they had done it but i mean it's not the end of the world because then what it is Put is it they the have like a cold open scene and then right after the cold open they had rogue one scrolled back with yellow letters kind of like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. After an opening, and then the ending was exactly the same. Where like you know, it, it iris wipes to the blue font. It's like, dun, like the same, same exact end credits that every Star Wars has had. But uh, as a as a film, I'm not going to spoil a whole lot about it or go through much. But I, uh, I, I got to say, I when I walked out of Force Awakens, and you know, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, I was kind of like, I'm not sure what I felt about it. It was okay. It started good, and then I saw it a second time, and I was like, yeah, I really really liked it. Uh, this okay. movie, when I walked out of it, I felt way better about it than I felt about Force Awakens.
0: Oh. A lot of like, people are uh-huh. saying it's better than Force Awakens, actually. Say what? A lot of people are saying it has more heart or it's more enjoyable than Force Awakens.
1: It's a lot more dis- – yeah. it's uh, uh, Force Awakens, to me, is great in the first half. And then mm-hmm. they get to Maz Kanata's castle and it starts falling apart and stops making sense. And I-, I don't enjoy the second half as much. This movie kind of – this is a little messy is at the shock
2: start, full of references left
1: and right. But it, it's sort of messy at the start, and then about halfway through, it just keeps picking up and picking up. And then mm. I'm not even kidding; like the last 30 minutes might be the greatest Star Wars in any movie ever. We finally like, like, got a Star space Wars battle that rivals uh,
2: Return of the Jedi.
1: I mean, it's it is all it, basically like the last 30 minutes. And again, I'm not. This is not a spoiler. It's like they took. Uh, 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 a battle from Star Wars Battlefront, like like an all-out battle from Battlefront, and they filmed it.
2: Yeah, man, it, it was in so movie. intense.
1: Yeah. It's like, oh. oh, they threw they threw everything in there. Like, everything you love about Star Wars was thrown into this one 30-minute unbelievable sequence that into that movie.
0: Now, without spoiling it, you said afterwards that there's a, there's a special effect that kind of... Raises the bar for special effects. I just it can't. Did. I
1: can't think of something that there's, would
0: raise the bar. There's, there's it two did
1: for me, and I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't know how much you consider a spoiler. I, I mean, I'll, I could tell you what it is. It's all over the internet. Um, it's, it's not, not really, going to
0: spoil a major plot point,
2: is it? No, it involves a certain
1: character. It involves them using computers to bring back actors who are dead, uh,
2: or oh. want, or actors when they used to look. Like in 1977, gotcha. there
1: there is an actor uh, Matt who uh, was in the old Star Wars movies who mm-hmm. uh, passed away in 1994, and he and he is in this movie un, and he's not in the trailers. It was a total shock when I saw the movie and cool. he comes walking in and a lot of people are sort of, uh, are sort of not really sure what to think of it. I personally thought if 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 I did not know that guy was dead, I don't think I would have noticed it was CGI. It wow. was that it was that believable to it, me. It, I, it looked but I was very
2: convincing, now
1: a little tiny bit off. Yeah, but I think I, I think I only noticed because I was overly scrutinizing it. You know, because I was just so focused on him. Every time he was on screen, I was like, it, "It's just it, it's, ble- it's like kind of, I don't know
2: how, it's kind of creepy in a way." But Tiger Claw, if you did not know that actor was dead, I knew, actor, I knew that actor. I knew that the actor was, was dead. dead. It's just a how. I mean, how closely they resemble the image of the original actor. It it it, it my falls. To... That's what I he's saying.
1: I finish my point. If you did not know <laughs> that actor was dead, would you have noticed anything was weird about the computer animated actor? Um, the only th- only reason I noticed if, anything if I was weird it is if I, was... I
2: didn't know that this actor was dead, I probably would have thought that that guy was still alive. Yeah, I would
1: have thought it was a real – I I only noticed imperfections because I was – every time he was on screen, I was just staring right at everything about him, like his mouth, his eyes, analyzing so, it. Let, let me guess, Ted. Can if I guess? If I was casually watching the movie and didn't know that was a dead guy, I don't think I would have noticed it was a computer Is it generative. Emperor Palpatine or is it the general? No, the
3: general,
2: the, the old man. Peter Cushing. Which which one? Peter Cushing. The, uh, well, uh, well uh, Darth Palpatine Vader's was. right-hand man. Yeah, Painters,
0: man. The one he tries to choke out in the first movie.
1: Oh no, it's it, well. will Tyler said it's Grand Moff Tarkin who was the commander of the Death Star. He plays a right? pivotal role yeah, too. The, big, the
3: old
1: man with the big forehead, right? With the big crazy nose and like the cheekbones that are like razor blades. Yeah, remember yeah. He blew up on the Death Star at the end. Yeah, right. yeah. That, that's what I saw Yeah, he's the he's about the that.
2: you may fire when ready.
1: Well, he's in the he's in the movie, and I remember asked thinking like literally like two weeks ago, thinking or talking to somebody, going, "How do they make a movie about the Death Star and not have Grand Moff Tarkin in it? Because he's the commander of the Death Star; it just wouldn't make sense." Right. And I went into the movie, then suddenly he comes walking in, and I was like, "Holy fucking shit!" And he and it's not some little cameo; he's in the whole movie.
0: Interesting. He's I'm he's how they a yeah, that, he
1: plays though. a like, significant role in the movie too.
2: Yeah,
4: yeah.
1: Mm. and I thought it looked pretty ama- it I mean, I was like, "Holy shit, that is really amazing!" It, that
2: is some that is some convincing CGI. I mean, this could be yeah. an Oscar nominated or maybe an Oscar winner for best special effects. Who
1: knows?
4: And,
2: and it opens
1: it. the doorway to be like, why why not bring back like in the, in episode eight? They can bring back Obi wan Kenobi's ghost and have it be Alec Guinness and look just like him. I mean, not, not?
3: That. yeah. Well, we're not talking about Lucasfilm anymore. Have you seen the Jungle Book? It's on. Watching obviously. that on the I'm weekend. It's on Netflix. I'm going to watch it this week. All right, watch the Jungle Book, dude. Fucking Disney's in charge of Star Wars now, man. They're badass. Oh, you oh, animals in the, the Jungle You're talking about amazing. because of the photorealistic
2: yeah, yeah. animals, right?
3: No, I'm just saying Disney. You, you know, Peace Dragon. Peace Dragon was unbelievable. The it, details of it. The movie Dinosaurs. I mean, uh, you know, Disney. I mean, Lucasfilm is Lucasfilm. Industrial Light the, Magic it, is is them. Hey, they're gonna, they're gonna, Disney's
2: badass. They're man, going anymore. to do a live action Lion King movie, even though it's going to be CGI animals, all of it.
0: I think they're redoing older their animated. Yeah, classics they're, yeah, they're doing. A, they're is,
2: they're
1: redoing like the a lot of their down?
2: classics yeah. into live action.
1: How do you live action? How do you live action Lion King? There was no people. Wouldn't that if it's just CGI? Wouldn't that just be a Another CGI movie, but the Jungle Book. Once you see
0: it, like they're they're doing animals really well now, so I can see them doing like just talking animals. I
3: mean, you know, yeah. the, the the panther and the tiger. I mean, yeah, Bill the Mer orangutan the
0: bear was awesome.
3: <laughs> yeah, have you? So you've seen it, right, Matt? I
0: mean, yeah, we watched it on the weekend.
3: All right, the orangutan, Christopher Walken, his eye, I mean, I heard that movie like, has the the a, a as real. Let well. me uh, Let me talk. The real orangutan doesn't look as good as the orangutan Disney does. I mean, it's nuts how good they did, right, I mean,
0: I
2: It's it because amazing. it's kind of jarring pick. seeing realistic-looking animals playing <laughs> oh, cartoon gone. characters.
0: Well, when the bear is in the... Uh, when they're floating down... Like, they did that iconic scene from the Jungle Book where the bear and Mowgli are floating down singing. And just, like, the bear's wet fur and just submerged in water. I'm like, this is amazing stuff. Like, I... I am not thinking, like, this is a CGI bear. I'm thinking, like, this is an actual bear that's talking. As stupid <laughs> as that sounds as, like, a 35-year-old to say, I'm like, they, they really kind of crossed that line now.
3: But, Matt, when we saw it in the theater, right, mm-hmm. the Jungle Book, Mowgli look is the one that looked more fake than the damn, all the animation around him. That's the uh, it's funny, boy.
0: It's funny you mention that because I'm like, I love everyone in this movie except for Mowgli. <laughs> I, I thought Mowgli done good as a little strut.
3: I, I kind of like Mowgli, but you got to admit, dude, I mean, him being a real boy it didn't look as good as the, all the the special effects around him. I
0: mean, well, the, now that you with mentioned the fire it, and now that you mention it, it must have been hard being like a kid actor acting against like nothing. Basically, it's probably like here here, here's a green screen. Here's a tennis ball. That's supposed to be your best friend. Yeah, and, some, you know, the you know, whole sometimes movie,
2: uh, like... sometimes they will have an actor in a motion capture suit, probably crawling on all fours or something.
0: It's probably that dude who plays Gollum. He does everything. Um, now, isn't he? That's uh... yeah, what... Andy
1: Serkis. yeah, Andy <laughs> Circus. Yeah, Andy Circus.
0: He does all the animals in every CGI movie
1: now. Well, in this, in this, in uh, Star Wars, that's the first, There's a difference between recreating like an animal and a person. And this is the yeah. remember they made they had young Jeff Bridges and Tron was a little off. This was the first. Yeah. Uh, human recreated in a movie i've seen that like it to me was completely convincing that it, i it, you know, it, like again if, if i they if, did if this, i was not yeah. if i was not focused on him thinking if, if i did not go okay i know for a fact that guy died 30 years ago 20 years ago so that must be cgi if i had no idea who he
2: was i would not have noticed I mean, anything weird about it they could have they could even do something maybe they could have brought back christopher lee as well if they wanted to
0: maybe they will but uh, they they kind of experimented that with Patrick Stewart in the X Men movies and it wasn't that great. And Tron almost got it, but if you watch that movie again, knowing that the, it's like uh, a CGI Cap- face, it, Captain it really America: Civil like War a had
2: a face. scene where they showed a young version of Robert Downey Jr. See, yeah. see but the difference is in
1: that they have a they have a, a technology where they can make someone look younger. So that was actually Robert Downey Jr. playing that part. They they can just use a computer to smooth his face out, and that's what they also did to Patrick Stewart. Right. Um, but this was just a completely computer-generated human being and, 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 and walking And yeah, completely computer-generated
2: uh, person as they, as they appeared in 1977. That's what's crazy.
1: Yeah, and it looks real. And they also did something that I really thought was cool um, as well that I don't think that many people picked up on. Is they repurposed footage from A New Hope where the original Star Wars movie where you have a bunch of X-Wing pilots show up. The right. same the same battalion of X-Wing pilots show up in this movie that fought against the Death Star in A that's New Hope, right. and it's the same actors because they reused unused footage. I so it's that. literally yeah. the same exact guys that were fighting in the yeah, like when O-40 I When ago. I saw those guys, was I was awesome. like,
2: oh my god. It's... Yeah, I was like, those are the same fucking dudes. That's the guy that's, th- uh, that's what, that's... that says stay on target. That's what made it so awesome because you now see episode four, and you notice those guys – they they were in this battle. Yeah, it's it's, it's a
1: seamless. It, it it's kind of. I thought it was kind of brilliant because it's a seamless. Uh, they really nailed that you can watch this movie and then immediately put on episode four, and it's just one long four hour movie. Cool. Uh, and they also yeah. did a good job of transitioning from episode three to episode four. Like, is this movie starts like a week after episode three ends or something? And it, yeah. it it sort of goes all the way up to episode four, and it it feels. But is Legolas It feels in this like one? a good connector, and it it even has a planet. Legolas, yeah, really? is he in this one? Does he? No, he's academia? not. There's okay. there's a small uh, there's a very prominent planet from uh, the prequels that shows up in this movie in one scene that I thought was extremely cool. Okay. Um. So they so I li- I like that Disney's not blowing off the prequels. They're using it where it works.
2: And, and you got a character, uh, you got a character that appeared on the Clone Wars, that that shows up in this movie. Yeah the cartoon there, there there's there's so many references to even star wars rebels in this as well
0: well because that's all canon right that's all disney because there's a
2: yeah. there's a reference yeah. to it on on the movie awesome so
0: oh. uh uh out of four death stars
1: how many yeah. exploding death stars do you give this As far as a Star Wars movie, man, I think it's, like, one of the
2: best ones, maybe. It's one of the best Star Wars movies at the moment, and I say that because we have Episode 8 coming out next year, so right now, this is the best Star Wars movie.
0: Do you think it's because, like, Force Awakens kind of took all the weight of the hype? And now this one comes out, and people are a little less, a little more relaxed. I think I think, I think why rejo- I
2: think the reason why this one resonated more is because of the nostalgia for the original, because there's plenty of it. There was a lot of callbacks.
3: Now, now, now one, one thing I want to know, Ted, and, yeah. and not not Tiger, Ted, I want to know your your <laughs> opinion on this is. I don't know how to say this. How was James Earl Jones in it? Was it spot on? Uh, I,
1: I'll tell you what. James Earl Jones, like Darth Darth Vader, uh, this movie uh, made Darth Vader great
2: again. <laughs> Darth Vader <laughs> oh. says, says the, the best. Yeah, Darth yeah, Vader no, no, says the Don't
1: spoil it, Tiger. <laughs> Claw. It Tiger. Spoil it. Stop Tiger. Tiger Claw, let me talk. Let me Let's talk, the Control room. <laughs> I, I'm saying, uh, but I'm saying uh, James Earl Jones's voice—he's definitely an old, much older guy. So there, t- I thought there was something a little off about his voice. He didn't sound exactly the same, but that's because he's a million years old now. Uh, <laughs> Darth Vader is not in the movie much, but Darth Vader steals the whole movie. Really? And you will. Under- I'm not going to say why, but you will understand when uh, that when the credits roll. You will understand at the end of the film. You will go, holy fucking shit! I mean, you
0: never have, seen like, Darth Vader moments? like this. Does he have like a Yoda moment where he like flips out and does a big uh, lightsaber scene?
1: I will. Uh, I'm uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, well, I mean, if you don't if you don't give a crap, I, I can sort of give you a hint. But I
0: feel like it's a big fight scene. That it's what basically
1: what happened is uh, he's he's in two scenes, I think, throughout yeah. the film. And he, or, and he uh, leading up, and he doesn't do a whole lot. You're kind of watching it, and it's like he's just walking around. And you're, I'm sitting there waiting, going, he, he's going to do more than just this. I mean, this, this is disappointing if that's all fucking Darth Vader does. And then you get to like the very end of the movie, and out of nowhere, Darth Vader shows up, and uh, let's say that say some shit goes down, <laughs> <All> right, <laughs> some please. shit goes down, and Isaac the theater was going down. crazy. Awesome.
0: I, I, I definitely want to see. Is it a kids' movie? Do you think? Do you think it's, it's PG thirteen? I think it's about the. It's yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a dark it's, movie.
2: Yeah, it's a it's it's kind of like a Empire Strikes Back, dark, but a lot darker than that.
0: Thematically dark, or are there like a lot of like death scenes and uh, there's a lot of it's it's,
2: like the, Saving it's, Private it, it's a lot more darker than Empire Strikes Back. A lot more. A lot more darker. Than, like are there.
0: Is it blood gushing out of people's necks? I would say, necks, say is it's, it it's even of, like, more Disney
2: darker than blood? Revenge of the Sith.
1: That's, stop
0: I don't know it about
2: it's a movie.
1: Revenge of the Sith, they were killing children and shit. Revenge
0: of the Sith, I see all the prequels as just, like, toy sellers. Like, I don't I, I don't think those were dark in the least.
1: You don't think Revenge of the Sith and they were killing all those little kids and everything was, that was dark? it was just, like, one...
0: That, all they said is, like, "You can, I'm gonna kill the younglings or not the younglings. Man, but you never saw them actually kill
1: them. just silent like... <laughs> They showed a whole bunch of dead children, I don't, and then Anakin got burned up at the end. It was pretty brutal.
0: That was brutal. That's true. I'm okay, so I, I can bring Zander to this. as my
1: yeah, uh, but Darth Vader. Uh, you remember? You remember? Um, I'll say this. Remember uh, in in uh, Batman and Robin, uh, there's a scene at the end of Batman where Batman goes into that warehouse and just fucks up like a whole room full of dudes, and everybody's like, "Man, that's the greatest! That's the greatest Batman scene ever filmed." No, okay. That was that, that. was amazing. That's pretty much the equivalent of what Darth Vader does, where it's like, holy fucking shit! You've never yeah. seen Darth Vader, in like, do something in a movie like he does. And, in this and, yeah, movie. And,
2: and 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 you would and you would think that a guy in a suit would not be able to have that much motion. Oh boy! <laughs> well, he he doesn't need that motion.
1: He's Darth Vader. He just uses the Force. People shoot bol- People shoot lasers at him. He's just fucking like jerking their guns out of their hands with his mind.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to say it, but he does say the best line in the movie.
0: Uh, Did he say, "Is it getting Dark. too
1: Darth for you"? Nope. Don't say the line. I don't even know what you're talking about.
3: You don't know the
0: power,
1: <laughs> Dark Helmet. Yeah. What line did you say, it. Tiger Paul? Because no. I don't no. know what you No. no. We, 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 we have the.
3: We the golden question, Ted. Yeah. The question that is, you know what? I'm uh. We're we're like in Gladiator. I'm, and my thumb is parallel with the floor right now. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this will determine whether or not I go see it or I don't. No, you
1: go see it. There's no fucking doubt. If you
3: like no, Stallworth no, no, at no. all, golden go see question. it. Golden question, Ted. Boobies. There's no bat tails in it. Tails. No. Boom! Thumbs up. You,
1: you, <laughs> you live. You know you know. I, I do want to talk so about uh, the. Uh, – uh, I've also, though, never seen a film with as much footage in the trailer that was not in the actual movie. It was actually kind of baffling.
4: Huh.
1: Like I sat there in the theater going, where was, where was that? Where was that? Where was that? Where was that? Like everything you remember from the trailer was basically not in the movie, and it was kind of amazing, really. Yeah, like uh i'll tell I'll go through a few uh uh hers uh, and if you've seen the trailer, you will if you've seen the trailer you watched watch them a lot, you'll remember this the part where she says uh this is a rebellion, I rebel, not in the movie. the part where she's running down the little bridge and the tie fighter rises up in front of her uh that iconic shot at the end of the trailer, not in the movie. The shot uh, where they're all running across the beach and all the adats are coming out of the water shooting at them—that very first trailer—not in the movie. Um, the shots—I'm trying to think of more. There's it's like a, uh, the, the shot one
2: with where, the, the one with the with that, that imperial officer talking to Vader. When he yeah, said, and he says
1: the power we are dealing with is a measure. That's not in the movie yeah um the scene of darth vader in front of the big red radar screen where we use breathing that's not in the movie like you see the back of his helmet not in the movie the scene where um the scene where the fucking robot says to the girl like he says you're a friend i will not kill you and she goes thanks not in Mm. the movie it's like it's like almost everything you remember from the trailer that was great is not in there and it's really kind of amazing so it's all in the special DVD release system. It's because they did a lot of reshoots and stuff. Um, The scene of the guy, the Imperial guy with the white cape walking through the ocean and all the dead stormtroopers is not in there. Um, the scene of Forrest Whitaker going, what will you do if they catch you? What will you do if they break you? Will you continue to fight? Mm-hmm. Not in the movie. Uh, yeah, it's it's really amazing. Really amazing how much is cut.
2: Cool. And how much we saw in the actual movie.
1: But uh, yeah, most of the trailer was cut, but it's amazing how much was they they. It's amazing how much was not in the trailer because there's some fucking shit they could have put in the trailer to make you go wow that they they saved for the movie. All right. They did net, a pretty net, good job.
3: And there. one more thing about it, Ted. One thing that I think lost its touch whenever uh, you know George Lucas had redone uh, the, the the other movie, the the second three movies was was it ever was it easy to watch or was it just mass chaos?
1: No, it was it was it felt more like the original movies and the prequels. Definitely, it was a little more confusing of a plot because you were they were sort of jumping all over the place. And it's also the only Star Wars movie that has a when they go to a different planet, it actually has text come up at the bottom and tell you the planet. You know, they don't do right. that in movies. That's like a Star Trek movie, but uh, this one like there, there's only show... one
2: time where they don't show the text for a certain planet because we know what planet and it's kind of
1: weird that they didn't. And it it's kind of weird that they didn't do it, I guess, because we're supposed to know what planet. Yeah, but we're, but like we're supposed to know
2: what y- that planet is because it's, it was obvious what it was, what it looked like.
1: But we're, we should have known Yavin Four, and they still did it for that because that's in the original but Star Wars. For 3.
2: this planet, or you know.
1: But, but, but
3: you know what I mean. Whenever whenever they came out with with uh, the second trilogy from Star Wars, you know, like some of the space battles, you are like, man, I. I, like, like the Transformer battle scenes in the city, you're just like, man, I, even I, my so brain can't even keep up with it.
1: Uh, this, no, this was an amazingly well-filmed and well – this is, I mean, Sean, the last Disney 20 minutes touch, of this movie right? is the best Star Wars action sequence in any
2: movie. It beats anything
1: – to me, it beats anything in any of the movies. It has everything.
2: It's like it, – it, it, that. the whole action sequence at the end was like a video game,
1: first-person shooter. It was like Star it was like a mission of Star Wars Battlefront, the most chaotic Star Wars Battlefront game uh, 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 match you've ever seen, thrown onto the big screen. And even had a hero token. Somebody grabbed the OP hero <laughs> token, and the hero got loose on the map with his lightsaber. <laughs> that even happened. It was like that. And, I mean, you had you had. I mean, it really is like was Disney's it fast Lex- like
3: the pod racing type, type scene or? It's just it's, I kind of like
1: the pod racing scene. Oh yeah, right, that was a good scene. No,
2: and but it's got, just they just said, yeah. And we got some new ships in the movie. Uh, the the, what is it called? The U-wing. That's that's pretty cool.
1: The U-wing, yeah. Which is kind of weird that they never had those ships in the uh, original trilogy. Even though they were in the, that this movie, it seems like the Empire would have uh, maybe won the war if they had had some of this technology that they had in Rogue One. Then they did not use like those Death Troopers. Uh, why were those death troopers deployed onto Endor to fight the Ewoks?
2: And then who knows? Oh man, and then the Hammerhead ships? Oh my god.
1: Yeah. But they they at the end of this movie, I mean, they really do throw it's the first Star Wars battle where they're like, You've got Star Destroyers, you've got X Wings, you've got TIE Fighters. You have got AT-ATs on the ground. You've got dudes running around on foot, shooting. You've got stormtroopers you got, running got around. A- a- you've T-S-T's. got A-T-S-T's. You've got the ocean, space. You've got you've got uh, 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 an OP hero token unlocked, and a guy running around fucking shit up with a lightsaber. And it's just it's just bananas. It is so, It is totally insane. So I, I recommend Rogue One.
3: So we got one Georgia guy that likes it and one Cuban man. says so two for two. Yeah.
1: No, I was are like, no, just hoping fan, that the. You one you. Q- if you're not much we- one, whatever. If you're not a Star Wars fan, you will not get like like our friend Sean Imes is not a big Star Wars fan. He said he didn't understand the movie at all.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, he's not a Star Wars fan. He's, he's kind of,
0: wouldn't understand I it. I think he likes to take positions sometimes like that. Like I don't see how if it's a fun movie, it's gonna be a fun movie. That's gonna be a universal fun movie. I don't see what can be too complicated about this that you wouldn't get it.
3: And, and is there any toss Ted, is it just good guy or bad guy and we get Vader? I love you,
0: Sean. I think you're being a <laughs> I mean, Is there a, movie, I love you, Sean. Yeah, this movie uh, this. shows the, the,
2: the rebels. I mean, it shows a different side of the rebels we haven't seen. Well, we haven't really
0: seen, I mean, well, I guess,
2: the, or the I mean, the, the, we always thought that the Rebels were clean-cut, but they do some questionable stuff. There's a, yeah, they're kind of scummy
1: in the movie. Um, but it gets them more into the lore, too, of, like, the Kyber crystals. If you know anything about Star Wars lore, they do talk about the Kyber crystals and all that shit. They're starting to bring that stuff into the movies. The Kyber crystals are the crystals that are put in that power lightsabers. Mm-hmm. They create the blade of light, and, and that's featured in the film.
2: Yeah, stuff like that. And they also power the Death Star.
1: Mm-hmm. We learned basically the Death Star's laser is just a big lightsaber blade. That's why it blows planets up. <laughs> Probably, yeah. But anyway, wow. I thought it was, I thought it was amazing. I thought it was great and uh i uh, if you love star wars go see it and if if you love star wars like i do and you love the original it was the ending really is like almost a tearjerker because it's so, perfectly, it's yeah, I so think, perfectly yeah don't don't just yeah don't expect right a the sequel
2: to this this is this is a one well, you shot you got
1: a sequel to this. it was called you got a sequel to it it was called star wars episode 4 a new hope well, that's the sequel i mean if
2: they if they were right. to do rogue 2 it has to be about how they stole the plans for the second death star
1: no, I don't want to see a bunch of alien, ugly-ass Bothans stealing shit. Because many Bothans died that, getting that information. That plot's irrelevant. But anyway, the end.
2: <laughs> yeah. What's
1: nice, man. I'm going to see it. Yeah, see,
2: it one, see it though, tonight. After it, the, the show, to... go straight to the theater. Well, nah, no, the rest got... is
0: the Panthers. It's the Han got... Solo movie that's coming out next?
2: Or... No, no no, 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 Star, next Star
0: Wars year's
1: episode... episode 8. Oh, God, let me speak. I agree. You tiger. You got to let Claw, speak. Please.
3: Please, it's not just be respectful. We, we don't mind you talk, talking, Tiger. Just be respectful. Don't don't trample down when someone's talking. Just pause when he stops talking.
1: <laughs> what's the, what's the next Star Wars movie? You got Star Wars Episode okay. Eight with, with Finn and Rey and Kylo Ren back, and then the next okay. year you got the Han Solo movie with Donald Glover and all that.
0: Wait, when's the next? Uh, wait, so the next like legit sequel is coming out next year, or?
1: Yeah, next Christmas. That's Episode oh, Eight. The year okay. after that, Han Solo. Yeah. Then the year after that's Episode Nine.
2: Yeah, the way they have it planned out is episode eight is twenty seventeen, the Han Solo movie is twenty eighteen, and then episode nine is two thousand nineteen and then after that is another whatever Star Wars spinoff movie. movie.
1: There's a Star Wars movie every year for the rest of our lives.
2: Yes. Is the way
1: gotcha.
2: is. After that's episode nine joke. that's
1: literally one.
2: Yeah, after episode nine I think we're just gonna see nothing but spin-off movies.
1: You're gonna get a, you're gonna get an Obi Wan Kenobi movie. You're gonna get a Yoda movie. You're gonna get a Boba Fett movie. I mean, yeah, don't on and be on surprised on. if, if good, we get a Darth you know. Vader movie. I would love a Vader movie, but after, between episode three and four, with him just going around wiping out Jedi, that's the movie everybody wants to see. Mm-hmm. If they make it as badass as he was in Rogue One, Rogue One is the most badass Darth Vader ever put on screen, and he's only on screen for like seven minutes, but it's fucking amazing.
2: And man, we gotta awesome. give props to Gareth Edwards. He knocked it out of the park. He did good with Godzilla, but with Rogue One he outdid himself. Yeah. yeah. Well, That's uh, well, Awesome,
3: I'll see it. We're, Merry we're gonna see it soon, everyone. Ted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, we uh, we do want to hope all the zombies have a, a good and Merry Christmas. Like I said, we're happy Norman's got her family in from uh, South America. For Christmas this year, so that's why she kind of dropped in and then dropped back out. You know, family first, uh, as always. Mm-hmm. But uh, Matt, Ted, Tiger, me, y'all, you guys have a good Christmas this year, man. Hope yeah, all of us
0: are. We're coming back, right? I mean, this isn't the last show ever.
3: It's yeah. probably the last show. Oh, shit. The last show till Christmas. I've
0: got no more podcasts. Oh, I got, I got one more podcast. Okay, good.
3: Are we going to do yeah, one next the-
0: week? Oh, I
2: don't think yeah, so. Yeah, next week will be the last uh, show I, for 2016. I, I,
3: well, we we have a family event Monday, next Monday. Yeah, yeah, next Monday night. Angie's mom and aunt and all them are. In, it's just hard to cram it all in one day.
2: Okay, so I guess
3: so the next Monday. A yeah, I
0: haven't. Have I'm like, 7:00. okay. I
4: don't
0: think we're doing one.
3: Yeah, I think we're going to be off next week. Uh,
2: but you will Norma's be back on January second, right? Yep. First show 27th. Yeah. Let's just yeah. Guys, let's get to the wrap-up show. Ted, where can people find you?
1: Ted again on everything. The end. Ted,
3: I can. I mean, A-can. Ted, A-can. Are you a can, Ted? A can. Ted, A-can. Oh, I can. Dang. Smile, Ted. Go see it a third time.
1: Why is Ted no, sad? I've only seen it once. What
3: happened? I'm not sad. I'm kind of tired.
1: Just- yeah, like, my butt feels better oh, my everyone. God. My butt's better. Yeah, no all it's right. great. So end of the show, let's wrap it up.
0: <laughs> you know what Ted's medical minute was a hit last night or last time. It was yeah. a fan. I, I
1: re-listened to it and I was laughing at my own story. We, uh,
0: Eli Roth actually phoned us. Oh, and yeah. just, all he all he was doing was slow clapping and then he just hung up.
1: He wants really to make weird. a does he want to make a movie out of it?
0: Uh well, it's between you and him to discuss, but uh, I wouldn't mind getting in on that. That'd be good. Nice. So, Matt, where can people find you? Ah, uh, you can find me here on the No Sleep podcast as well. That, that's, uh, that's taking a break for Christmas too, and uh, in the upcoming Guinness World Records Gamers Edition, with my smiley mug. We nice, nice. And Matt McFly, M A T T Q M C F L Y. Matt McFly.
1: Madam McFly. Matt McFly.
0: Maddow McFly. Maddow McFly. Maddow McFly. Oh, you want to hear something funny?
3: Metallica.
0: Riotcast Network just retweeted my uh, on Zombiecast live right now. I don't think they re- actually read the tweet. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Do you, did you tweet that? They retweeted you. Do they not know? No, I just I just uh, tweeted uh Zombiecast world on uh, all games. Oh wait, Network.
1: yeah, it's, it says Riotcast Network and like a tweet you're mentioned in. <laughs> Thanks, Riotcast. Thanks, Rick. Ra- Thanks for the plug. <laughs> Appreciate it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'll take a screenshot of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, you can find me on Twitter.com slash FreemanDaddy5 and FreemanDaddy7 on Xbox One. And I want to thank the Walker Stalkers for treating me uh, as royalty, man. It was uh, it was pretty awesome, good experience. They were good to my family. And uh, overall, man, I was very, very happy and proud. So uh, if you're at the con, let me know. I passed out a lot of cards and a lot of promotion. But uh, thank you, Walker Stalkers. It was awesome. And Merry Christmas, everyone, and a Happy New Year! Yeah. On behalf of the All Games Radio Network, Mr. Nor Teddy Tedekin, Madame McFly, and myself, Freeman Daddy Five, call episode two thirty three of Zombie Cast,
0: twenty sixteen rap.
1: Uh,
0: Sean, so uh, take us out like you were doing the uh, the panel. How would you? Uh, how would you end this?
4: Bye, motherfuckers!
0: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
2: A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
0: Ah.